The OTV Sports app. Listen, watch, read. All in one place. Wherever you are, we're always with you. The OTV Sports app. Available to download now from your app store. The OTB Podcast Network. Oh, the shape that will get. If you've let all the fans down. Can we not knock this? It's a fact. I love playing mind games. I'm talking about facts. I always said if I was Aladici, I would probably say I was more of a tactical genius. Yeah, I answer questions on anything. Uh, religious, <laughs> politics, uh, health, you know, sexual uh, problems. Look at his face! Just look at his face! None of you except for those two have done anything to justify the money that you earn. None of you! Disgrace! And I suggest you shut up and show more football. Now you're welcome along to Team 33, the football happy hour here in Off The Ball. End a call here with you for the next hour or so. It was a busy week of football. We had Champions League semi-finals, Man City taking on PSG and Real Madrid facing Chelsea as well. And the way that Mauricio Pochettino had that PSG side playing, God almighty Daniel Levy, I feel sorry for you sacking Pochettino and hiring Jose Mourinho. One of football's weirder decisions and it ultimately ended exactly, exactly to the point that everyone said it was going to end but that is what happens when football people do not make correct football decisions and Tottenham finished the season with Ryan Mason we're talking about some other news in the Premier League this this week though on Team 33 we're talking about the Premier League Hall of Fame it has its first ever inductees and if, you have, if you've missed this Alan Shearer Thierry Henry the first two inductees into the Premier League Hall of Fame ignoring the fact that there is, in fact, already a Football Hall of Fame for English football, but the Premier League decided that it doesn't exist. So it was the first ever inductees into this, Alan Shearer and Thierry Henry, of course, but we're going to choose our cult heroes of the Premier League era, the Premier League Hall of Fame for cult heroes. To do so, Oshin McQuarrens is on the line. Oshin, thanks for joining me tonight. And how's it going? Good to speak to you. Not too bad. So the Premier League Hall of Fame, I mean, let's be honest, it's a lot of nonsense, really. It is. It's a bit like, it reminds me a little bit of the WWE Hall of Fame, I feel. It doesn't really exist. It's not really a real thing. But like, I don't know. It's one of those things that maybe there'll, there'll be some kind of credibility to it in years to come. Like, it feels like maybe in like 10 or 15 years, we'll look back on it and think of it as something that's quite prestigious. But right now, it just doesn't really mean anything. I like Adam Alan Shearer and Thierry Henry as well. Like, pretty obvious. Like, the whole thing is just a bit, I don't know, it just feels a bit needless. But as I said, you never know. Maybe in a few years' time, we'll look back and think, wow, that's a great accolade to have. Mm, if ever there was a argument for the um you know football wasn't invented in 1992 yeah. it's definitely them ignoring all of the players that came before 1992 and creating a new hall of fame because there's already a hall of fame for the english football league oh i did not know that yeah john giles is in it one one of four irish players i think wow. in total that are in the english football hall of fame there's a a museum in manchester is really good that you can go and visit oh. and you can see the the list of names there. I'm pretty sure Roy Keane's in it. Paul McGrath maybe in it as well. Uh, but John, but John Giles is definitely in it. In terms of the selectees for the this the the first inductees to it, uh, obviously Alan Shearer, the league's top goal scorer, and Thierry Henry, close to close second, I think, is their close third at this stage. Wayne Rooney might have passed him out at some on some stage. Thoughts on that? Very predictable, really. Yeah, pretty predictable. I mean, if if you're going to go for two they'd be the two that you'd go for first anyway, I'd say. Um, Shearer's goal scoring record, in fairness, is a joke. I know he never won the... Oh, he did, sorry, he won the Premier League in 95 at Blackburn. But um, yeah, his um, his goal scoring record is a joke. So I think he's like 80 goals ahead of second. So like, 
that's pretty spe- that speaks for itself. And then Thierry Henry, you could probably argue, is you could probably argue the best Premier League player of all time. I, I put him up there in my estimates anyway, just because of probably recency bias and the fact that I've seen. I think I just remember Henri more than I remember Shearer, maybe. And when I when I saw Shearer play, like it was, I suppose, coming towards the end of his career. But yeah, I think it's pretty pretty generic choices, but ones that if they, I think it's ones that if they weren't selected, you'd kind of go, well, it should have been Shearer and Henri first too, obvious. Um, but yeah, no, I think pretty pretty standard selection. So I don't know how. I wonder how they're how are they like entering people? Is it like every every two people every year or is it like i wonder See, how to do it the problem with two people every year is that you run out of ground very quickly that's the thing and then you start getting players who probably don't really deserve to be in there who start getting their way in there like and then does that kind of devalue the prestige the prestige the thing hasn't even doesn't even exist but like if the, if it does get prestigious does that kind of start devaluing the prestige of it then so yeah it's pretty it's a pretty uh pretty complicated process i'd imagine Thierry Henry probably is the most all-round player from the Premier League era in terms of the sheer quality because he's got the assists there as well. Shearer was real power and just got re- just really got into the right positions and scored every single chance he got. Um, mm. I, I, one of the questions raised, I suppose, were the fact that you know there's no players from the most successful team of the Premier League era, and that's Manchester United. Roy Keane. Unlucky not to get in here, first choice. Yeah, probably Keane's probably unlucky. Um, very unlucky, actually. You could probably argue, but then again, as I said, like I, I think I, 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 you can't argue really with Shearer and Henry. I don't think. I think Keane would probably be, probably he'd be third or fourth. Um, there's a few, a few like skulls, gigs, guys like that could have probably gone in, but uh, no, I think Shearer, Shearer and Henry are pretty. They're the safe bet, really. And um, you're not going to have much arguing over that. Uh, could you argue Cantona? Maybe because ah, he probably he I'd say he'll be there at some stage, but um, yeah, no, I think Henri and Henri and Shearer, I, I can't, I won't be doing much arguing with that. Not that I've not that I've really thought too much about the Premier League Hall of Fame. I'll be honest with you, I haven't lost sleep over the entrance, and I won't. But uh, I think those two are pretty, they're pretty, they're pretty safe bets. Yeah, I thought it was it was funny timing from the Premier League to come out with this after. A couple of weeks of the Super League discussion oh, yeah. and how you know football is ours and football is the fans, and then they go and disregard everything that happened before yeah. the the induction of the Premier League. So I was, it, it's plastic. It's one of these awards that is like, what do we do for more content? And that's exactly. I mean, I mean it, it'll bring in the global fan base arguing about it, really. Probably. You're probably right. As I'll be interested to see if they make if they make one, like an actual physical one, because like the idea of having of a Hall of Fame and it not really actually being a physical thing is a bit weird. But uh, yeah, that's probably you're probably right. I mean, us as legacy fans, as as the, the Super League would like to call us, I think won't really care too much about the about that one. But yeah, like might the new fans might be intrigued by by these past heroes like Henri and Shearer maybe. Yeah, well, tonight we are talking legacy because these are the players that leave a real legacy at the club. It's not the, it's not the world class players like Terry Henry and Alan Shearer. It's not the absolute terrible players that you'll never you'll never remember. It's the names and players that when you say their names, you go, oh yeah, you remember that's, them. That's it's the cult. It's the cult heroes of the past. I think that's the best way to describe them. 
I think it is cult heroes. Yeah, I think that's probably the way to describe them because, as you said, not terrible players, but not top top tier players, really. So I think somewhere that nice little happy medium in the middle, um, I think is kind of what we're going for. But cult heroes will be the way to the way to describe them. I think for sure. Yeah, the players that you see popping up every now and again on Premier League years, and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, remember him? He Sco- was quality. Scored. He scored a belter or yeah. something along those lines. Side note to all this though, Premier League years is probably one of the best shows on telly. All, all time great show, an all time great like, show. It's just constantly on as well. It's just a staple of if you're homesick from school, what's on Sky Sports? Oh, let's go four or two. Oh, look, there's Premier League years. 06, 07. I'll watch that for the next two hours. Like mm-hmm. it's just constantly, it's always on. And it's always good. Like, and you always see something that you you, you don't remember, or there's always, as we said it there, like there's always player. Oh, do you remember him? Or that was God, that was some goal. I remember that. I remember what I was doing then. And the music as well is like it's pretty much like it's like it's like reeling in the years. It's like what reeling in the years is for L ones in Ireland. That's like what it's like the equivalent for us is what Premier League years is. I think it's it's an outstanding show. But um the fact that you kinda of go it's pretty limited though. Like you know what I mean? There's only so many Premier League years. Yeah, yeah, watch, yeah, yeah. Which is but kinda... it's one of those shows though that it's like you you don't say you're gonna watch it, but you end no, up no. watching 30 minutes of it by accident because you're standing you're standing at the door you're like alright I'm going to leave now I go back to work and then yeah. 30 minutes later you're still standing at the door you might have gone gone from the door onto the ledge of the seat and you're still watching yeah. it yeah and you're looking at your watch and it's 4 o'clock and oh god no gotta go back yeah. to work yeah so that's that's the type of player we're going for those type of players just to set it out so this is the Premier League Cult Heroes Hall of Fame and I'm gonna be I'm gonna let you cheat a little bit because I know Leeds haven't been in the Premier League that much. I know they were in it for the the early stages. So I I'll let you choose a Leeds player if you want to choose a Leeds player. So I'll, I, I will. I have a Leeds player, but and I kind of I mean I'm already cheating, so I'm gonna cheat a little bit again. This guy was not very. We just kind of set out our specs for these players, and this guy kind of doesn't really fall into it because he was terrible, terrible footballer for Leeds. But I'm still gonna put him in because. I don't know because I just think I've 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 pretty strong memories of him. In fairness, he is a bit of a cult hero for kind of the wrong reasons. But we'll we'll start with him anyway. That's Rocky Junior, Brazilian centre back. I think he's the first. I I remember Leeds signed a Brazilian when I was like eight years of age. That was huge because Brazil had just won the World Cup and he was in the World Cup squad. And I was like, oh my god, Leeds signed a Brazilian. Now Leeds were really really struggling at this time. It was the season that they got relegated. I think um, was, either that or uh, what's o two o one. I think it was o three o o three o four was when they went down. This was either o two o three or o three o four when he signed. He signed on loan from AC Milan. Like he was a pretty well known name. Like I, I as a what seven eight year old knew who this player was. So I was like, this is pretty. This is pretty good. Like do you know what I mean? Brazilian and he was centre half. I think oh, that's great. Um, didn't really work out too well. <laughs> he played seven times. Leeds lost six games. They drew one. <laughs> And they conceded they conceded a solid twenty five goals in the seven games he played, which is just oh, what is that four goals, nearly four goals a game. So that's nice. a, that's that's a pretty good record. And he got a red card, but he does kind of have cult hero status because he scored twice against United in the League Cup. They lost the game three two, but he still managed to score twice. And then that was it. He's seven games, and then he bounced. He left, went back to AC Milan. Uh, Leeds got relegated, and yeah, that's Rocket Junior's legacy at Ellen Road. So. I think he, he also had an interview, I think, recently enough with, um, could have been with The Athletic, um, and, and he said that he uh, he said he really enjoyed his time at Leeds, and he was like, I don't have any bitterness towards the fan base or anything like that, so nice one, Rocky. He, he's my first inductee. I'm not going to be overly harsh with the um, 
criteria to get into this Hall of Fame. And yeah. Pretty much, pretty much whoever you say, I'm going to let in. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like it's, no, no, he's not going in. Yeah, it's 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 not as if this is going to a public vote. I I was yeah. going to, I was thinking more that you and maybe Leeds weren't. In fact, Leeds definitely weren't in the Premier League at this stage. The 2010 FA Cup. Uh, oh yeah, that was League One. Yeah. Oh, they were League One. Wow. Who who, who who scored that goal? I've, name escapes me. Jermaine Beckford. That's legend. it. Yeah. Legend. Yeah, like it, he, he, legend. he 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 kind of is a cult hero. Uh, you see, he kind of is, but for Leeds fans, he was like he was outstanding player. Like he was like top scorer like four seasons in a row. Yeah. So like he was probably too good to be a cult hero for Leeds fans. Maybe for other fans looking in, like there was a few cult heroes there in that team, like guys like Andy Hughes, who was pretty terrible but also stayed for like four or five seasons and Leeds fans just liked him he played left back he was good but like uh, yeah so that that's a kind of that's a t- tough one but yeah Leeds are in League 1 then so like nowhere near Premier League um, cult hero status any mm. of those guys so I'll I've got a list in front of me here and I mean not all of them are technically cult heroes but I, I think most of them are and the first one I'm going to go with is este- Esteban Cambiaso. 31 appearances for Leicester City in one season and cool. it was yeah it was it was near the end of his career when he signed for Leicester he was he was the I think he won the Champions League with Inter Milan under Jose Mourinho and he was just a really classy player to have in that Leicester side who were not all that great at that point yeah, he was the kind of player that if you're playing a FIFA career mode and you've got like a team who are kind of struggling, you, you go, you're in the Premier League and you're maybe a 15, 16 team, 16th place team, and you're looking, you're looking through free agency and you're like, you see Esteban Cambiasso there, you're thinking, yes, I'll have a bit of that, mm-hmm. and you add him to the team and he adds a bit of metal. That's exactly what it was. It was like Leicester and uh, Nigel Pearson were just playing a bit of career mode, and Esteban Cambiasso <laughs> just so happened to be a free agent that year, so they snapped him up and he was deadly. And uh, I think he scored against United as well, didn't he? I was, I think, was that the season that they beat United like? I think it was like 4-3 or 4-2 there was a game against United I remember he scored uh, I think he might have scored a free kick but he definitely scored but yeah he was very good I pity he didn't stay another season like because he would have been a Premier League winner but um, yeah he's a good choice he's a, he's a good recent choice as well because I think it's pretty tough to get recent choices like yeah it's hard because I, I think that I suppose like recency comes into it as well and whether or not these players have cemented themselves, made enough impact to be a cult hero um, at any point in time. So that's Esteban Cambiasso. He is the third, second inductee into the Football Hall of Fame for the cult heroes. And I believe Jack O'Toole has joined us on the line now as well. Just in time, Jack, how are you getting on? Not too bad, boys yourselves. Ah, grand. So the first two inductees into the Premier League Cult Heroes Hall of Fame, Jack, Esteban Cambiasso from <laughs> Leicester City and Rocky Jr. from Leeds yeah. United. One, yeah. Bit of a niche one. Not sure if you remember him. I, I do remember him. Um, just, I look, both distinguished players in their own right. What what put them uh, at the very top of the list for the cult heroes? Like, I think they were just the first two names I had written down. Yeah. <laughs> Rocket Jr. didn't fit any of the criteria. We mentioned the whole thing of criteria before the start. Rocket Jr. didn't fit a single one, and I still put him in. So we're a bit loose with this. Yeah, I I thought maybe one of the criteria was they'd have to have their own like kind of segment or their own show on like Premier League years or something like that. I thought that would have had to have been at least maybe maybe the entrance in. But um, so what? How many get inducted into the Hall of Fame here? What's the what's the criteria? What we do? 
as many as we can fit into the 40 odd minutes of the show jack that's as i said to Oshin, i i'm not going to be too harsh on on you tonight i'm not going to be too harsh on anybody there's no real criteria it's not really um it's not really a hall of fame as such it's just the cult heroes that we can think of so for anybody who's just mm. listening on the radio and is confused by what's going on right now uh, Jack had some technical difficulties, so I started off the show without with Oshin, and uh, Jack has just joined us. We're talking about the Premier League Cult Heroes Hall of Fame because the Premier League invented their own Hall of Fame during the week, and Terry Henry, Alan Shearer were the first two inductees into it. So, Rocky Jr. and Esteban Cambiaso make it into our Cult Heroes Hall of Fame. If you want to get involved in the conversation, you can text us on 53106, tweet us at Team33, send us in your favorite Cult Heroes. Jack, I'll let you have the third choice since you just joined us. Yeah, no, I, I like this. A uh, bit, bit of snake or go from one to the other. Um, I can't believe his name hasn't been left. And I also don't want this to be like him to be too good that he couldn't be considered. But uh, JJ Okocha, surely that's that's yes, a shout we from there. All isn't have it? JJ. We all Who have doesn't JJ. have JJ Okocha? Like no. one of the best players at that kind of mid-level Premier League uh club even though i did think he was probably always far too good for Bolton wanderers had a bit of a stint with psg as well but jj okocha by far some of the goals he scored and some of the um one of the real early proponents of the nutmeg as well um from at least my memories anyway that i could see just dancing around people so yeah jj okocha uh i can't believe he wasn't one of the first off the mark but glad to have him in now yeah well i think the telltale sign of a cult hero is when all three of the members talking about them had JJ Okacha written down. So he's he's definitely a cult hero of the past. Um Oshin number four, who do who do you want to stick in? I'm gonna go with another these are getting much more familiar, I think, as we go along, but uh I'm gonna go with two guy who is an absolute volley specialist. The man only seemed to score belters. I don't think I don't know if this man was any good as a footballer. It doesn't really matter, to be honest, because he's a Premier League years legend. Like every the goals that, that man used to score in that like Blackburn that was, it was like 06, 07 I think was probably his prime I again I don't really know but he scored belters so that counts um, I, I had I had listened to an interview with someone who said that he never he would never run around like he would do nothing on the pitch but score crackers and that's kind of that's pretty much a like that's that's a cult hero 101 as well mm. like being quite lazy but also scoring belters um, well I don't know if like it was I don't know if it was his laziness as I think he's one of the last real professionals to still kind of go hard on the smokes uh from <laughs> from what was understood so maybe that kind of lays into the uh into the not wanting to run around as much uh part. He did but, yeah. yeah he did constantly look like he was 55 years of age as well which probably added to the cult hero status um but yeah i just two guy compilation videos on youtube that's an evening well spent let me tell you well, Tukai and JJ Okasha are two very common names of Premier League years, so I think they do actually qualify quite strongly for this this list. I think we might actually, you know what, we, we'll, we'll qualify this a little bit later on and we'll narrow it down to I think we've brought this three back. Names, we've brought we? this back. We went, yeah. yeah, we brought this yeah. back. It, went, it started off a bit rough, but we brought this back. Right, I've changed my mind. We'll, we'll narrow it down to three names at the okay. end. So, again... We're talking Premier League cult hero. So I'm going to throw in this man. I think it's kind of unfair in a way to throw him in, but also he just didn't have the, he didn't have the career he should have had. He was a really good player, but also not really as good as he should have been. And that's Diego Forlan for Manchester United. I remember he scored this volley 
for United and he had two feet off the ground. Don't know if you remember it. And I used to, I, I was in first or second class when he scored it. And I used to annoy everybody on the playground because instead of passing it to them, I would kick it off the wall so I could try attempt that no foot volley and I would always cut myself up. So Diego Fordan, I think, deserves to be on this list. Yeah, no arguments here. Um, I think he went on to have much better years at Atletico from there. That's seemingly when he kind of hit his peak or maybe his second peak even. He had a really kind of strange career for him, didn't he? Um, but yeah, re- remarkable player from there. Um, gold, golden, luscious locks of hair as well. I mean, that's that was one of the best kind of hairstyles in the in the uh, in the Premier League from there. Um, my next one there's a couple here that I kind of wanted to go for but I was only kind of watching them today because um, I did actually have Premier League years on not in direct research but there was a lot of kind of Kevin Nolans that were kind of Happy Cissé Demba Ba there was, there was a whole load of them but the next one I wanted to go with was I don't know if he was a cult hero for one particular club because he was quite a uh, let's say an enigm- enigmatic character, but Emmanuel Adebayor, uh, I have as, as a bit of a cult hero, just primarily because of, I think that that celebration against City was was kind of one of the most iconic moments in the history of the league. I mean, it was just so brazen to run down to your own, your old supporters at the opposite end of the pitch. Like he, he had to go out of his way to make a scene and uh, he did. And that's, that's kind of why I have him as a cult hero. It was beautiful stuff. That celebration. Like I, get, I think he falls. He he is exactly the type of player we're looking for here, though, because he was good, but was he really that good? But then he's memorable. I think he had stints at like this is my memory. He definitely played for Spurs. I'm going to say he played for Real Madrid, and I'm going to even say he might have even had a stint at Crystal Palace. A really short-lived stint there, but uh, yeah, he's he's really. Uh, he was a bit of a head the ball for lack of a better term, but um, he he was he was kind of he was good. He was good for Arsenal. Maybe didn't hit the the, the straps at City, but he was always a good striker. I always felt like he was in that kind of top top ten at least in the league. I thought you were actually crazy to think that Adebayor played for Real Madrid, but I'm just actually looking at his club now. He actually did play for Real Madrid. He did. He yeah. went from uh, Mets to Monaco. Signed for Arsenal in 06, spent a little bit of time there, then went to Man- Manchester City. Then in 2011, he went on loan to Real Madrid, which I don't remember at all. Then he went on loan to Tottenham, signed for Tottenham in 2012 before moving to Crystal Palace, Istanbul. Uh, he played for another Turkish club that I can't pronounce. And he's currently still playing football with Olympia. Well, wow. where's Where's so- Olympia, sorry? Olympia is a Paraguayan sport uh, base club. Of so he is course. Playing, Adebayor is still playing football, but in Paraguay. That's just, it's just bread and butter. It's bread and butter cult hero stuff. That is really like, that, that yeah. career path is just, yeah, boxes are being ticked left, right and center here. Absolutely. Oshin, do you want to take the next one? I do. And actually I'm going to rob one from you, Enda. Um, and I'm going to oh, stick no. with the, the fascination for Blackburn's, for Mark Hughes's Blackburn. And I'm going to go with Morton Gams Pedersen. Ah, yeah. that's the one I wanted to bring. I know. That's, that, I was, took, that was like I, we, my we that was my key it. one. I know. That's why I took it. I knew that, that. I knew it was coming. I knew you would set it up. So I'm going to set it up for you. But I'm going to pick him because what a left foot. Um, again, another player that are you not really sure was he was he actually that good? Was his all round play that good? Doesn't really matter. He had a cracker of a left foot. Excellent at set pieces. Took a tremendous corner. I'm pretty sure he probably scored from a couple of corners. 
but uh, never heard of him before. Signed for Blackburn, played there for years, and he was brilliant. Yeah, he's like he's he's a pretty he's a pretty set Barclays player. Like that that era of Premier League is is Morgan Gas Pedersen fits the bill there. You'd have him. I'd have him on the left of of, a, of an essential Premier League team from like oh six oh seven oh eight around that kind of time. Um, yeah. Plus he he kind of had yeah like the foreland thing blonde hair like distinctive enough looking hit a great hit a hit a good strike left footed that's pretty that's that's pretty much it for me that's that'll do it for me. Yeah, I um I watched an unusual amount of that Blackburn team because my uncle was one of the sorry souls who started supporting Blackburn after their <laughs> league title and uh, then had a, a life of misery after that because they decided to support the wrong team. But that, that team, like you said, peak Barclays, Barclays Premier League, Andy yeah. Gray on commentary and, you know, Mark Hughes David managed. Don doing They've yeah. Done, yeah, that's how that whole team is just that, just that Blackburn team was actually really good though. Uh you're talking um Titus Bramble played for them. Um when? Martin okay. Gas Patterson. Who else did they have? They had David Bambley, Christopher Samba. Didn't they have um I don't disagree with you. I just love front. that you Yakubu up front, with... didn't they? Yakubu you started saying they were really good, and then the first name off the bat was Titus Bramble. Like, is I, that, I, is... I, I, I might have to go. To, we might have to go to VAR for Titus Bramble. I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, that I say I'm questioning myself over there. I don't know if Titus <laughs> Bramble. Did play for Titus me. doesn't fit in with the legends that were. No, I was thinking. I say I was thinking. I was thinking uh, Christopher Samba. I think that's who Christopher Samba. That was Samba, great player. They were they were intriguing though, and they were probably to be honest. Like I don't know if there's any many Blackburn fans listening, but it, really the last relevant Premier League team they had was that kind of team with Samba and Morgan Gams Pedersen. I can't really think of too many Blackburn. Now we're going full circle to where like Harvey Elliott. Then from there, but it just yeah. really uh, like that's the last kind of you know notable Blackburn team that I can really remember in the Premier League. Okay, I've got it up. I've got it up. Uh, the magic of the internet means that I can research while also doing the show. So <laughs> this Blackburn 06 team, we've got Brad Friedel in Nets, who oh, is, this, arguably, this is just... he's, oh. he's arguably in it, arguably in it. Uh, they've got Ryan Nelson, Brett Emerton, Brett Emerton, absolutely a cult hero. Yeah. Ro- Robbie Savage, um, Craig Bellamy, Morton Gams Pedersen, Stephen Reed. Who else do they have? Wouldn't you love to be a fly on the wall in the team bus here with Brad Friedel and Robbie Savage and and Brett <laughs> Emerton? It just seems like such a collection of uh, of characters here. Lucas Neal, did he play for Blackburn then? I can't. He's not yeah. on this list. David Bentley was on it as well. David Bentley, I actually wrote down as a potential one as well. He he was an interesting story in himself. He just completely fell out of love into the game. He was compared to David Beckham his entire life, and he owns a restaurant in Spain now. You can actually go there and go. visit David Bentley's restaurant. Also, another, another uh, like a layer onto the cult hero status is a lot of these fellas were probably playing in their prime when YouTube just started to kick off. And there is an iconic David Bentley video of, I think he kicks a ball from a balcony into a skip. Completely meaningless, completely irrelevant. But I also thought like that was one of the early like, oh, geez, this random video of Bentley volleying <laughs> balls off balconies. Like, why wouldn't I watch it? So that's also another layer to the uh, to the cult hero status, I think. Yeah, it was. Some of these guys. It was also, that was around the same period as 
Wayne Rooney soccer soccer striker street striker, which every is... single every single piece of chewing gum that I ever had as I was when I was eleven years old <laughs> spit out of my mouth and volleyed into some kind of being around Lusk because of Wayne Rooney street striker. It was it was always like kick, kicking a ball like onto a ship or something something that, like what does this have to do <laughs> with becoming never, a pr- Premier say, League footballer? And you have to say Wayne Rooney street striker before you do it like it's, it yeah. doesn't count if you don't say that. Yeah, um, another player that was in this Blackburn side through the years wasn't on that exact one but he was on a Mark Hughes managed Blackburn side and that's Rocky Santa Cruz he is my next cult hero very yeah. limited in what he could actually do and oddly became one of Man City's first signings uh, the same year that they bought Robinho they brought Rocky Santa Cruz to the club as well and if you ever thought of like at, at two players who were at different stages of their career at that point in time, it was Rubinho and Rocky Santa Cruz. So he was, if, he was almost the first coming of Marwan Schumach, um, <laughs> because he had the he was a big, tall, lanky striker that didn't really do much all uh, except for head of the ball. Had the kind of spice boy look going on of that era, and yeah, I think. Oddly enough, just made a carved a career out of uh, nothing for himself. Yeah, he was. I mean, I, I don't want to tie it back to the Aguero um, conversation that we had previously, but it just it kind of further underlines Aguero's longevity. Just another name in there. I was thinking of it earlier, like even like Negredo and Stefan Jovetic and like all these strikers that City went through in, in seemingly a decade, and he just kind of lasted the test of time. But Rocket, I was actually thinking of a different uh, cult player from that same sort of early City team was Elano. Uh, who's yeah. another kind of internet deep though. He scored some outrageous goals for that City team. But just, I don't know if he went to, I don't know, I'm going to say Shaq there maybe, but he just kind of disappeared after those, um, the kind of city, from those City teams that went on to win the Premier League from there and, and, and really enjoy the first initial success they had at that club. But he was initially, he was, uh, I think they might pick them up for about eight or nine million. wasn't much, but he scored some screamers. Um, and uh, he's kind of one that I'd have synonymous with those teams. Anybody you want to throw in here, Jack? Anyone else I want to throw in? Oh, um, no, sorry. You went Alano there, so it's... Uh, yeah. It's all it's go. I go. I, see, I'm, I'm getting... We're getting I'm, I don't want to stick to the city. Well, the city thing, I think I will stick to the city thing because I'm going to go with someone who... <laughs> again, one of City's first signs when they got the big money and one that I never kind of... I'm Even when it was this whole city thing was quite new and signs were quite like there was the novelty to kind of see dropping money on anyone. I, I mm. just thought this was weird either way. Benjani, mm. um, mm. ex Portsmouth striker, ex city striker. Um, I think he, uh, was that the only two clubs he played for in the, in the Premier League? I feel like he definitely had some kind of stint at West Ham. I have nothing to back that up, but I just feel like <laughs> feeling that he played for West Ham. I don't actually know if he did, but, uh, yeah, Benjani was not very good, really, ever. He had a pretty iconic celebration, didn't he? I can't quite remember what it was, but he used to do something with the fans. Um, I think he wasn't the point thing, actually. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I think Harry Redknapp loved him as well. Didn't Harry Redknapp tried to sign him or something like that? Um, he loves, he loves telling that story more than he loves Benjani, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's on his podium with any Nico Cranchard story. Uh, Harry, that's Nico Cranchard could be. Her. There's another man who could be. He could be in this. That Portsmouth team, I tell you. That, that Portsmouth team. <laughs> Right, that's sportsman. You could go through, you could go through, uh, you could go through that team, and there'd be a fair, a fair few lads that you'd be probably 
knocking on this list, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Benjani. I have a few names there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Benjani. That's what my, my gut told me Benjani when you mentioned Alano. So he's going he's going there. Yeah, my my favorite part about this show is that it's so loose that I am now looking at the ninety one players that Harry Redknapp signed for Portsmouth <laughs> during his time in charge. <laughs> Sorry, this is this is Portsmouth that went into financial ruin, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, 90, yeah. It's, it's, 91 players. It's such a surprise that they uh, yeah. didn't last long after Harry Redknapp. Um, Where did it all go wrong? Looking at their accounts being like, oh, I don't see it. I just don't know how this happened. <laughs> 91 players. I don't know. It's just like it. 91 players is an absolutely outrageous amount of players to sign for your club. Like, how, how long was he there for? In, yeah. in, what, in what sort of time span? Um, I don't think I, he was there for that long, like. It might take me a little bit uh, of time to find it. Portsmouth, he was in charge of them from yeah, spells, 2002 maybe. to 2004 and 2005 to 2008. So I'm not sure if that counts his, his two stints, but you you know, bloody that's... well hope so. <laughs> 91 <laughs> players, that's outrageous. There's Pedro Mendes in that, in that mix. That's, that's someone that immediately Pedro can't Mendes. come to mind. He was another man for a scoring screamer. Yeah, he had that cra- crazy uh, Roy Carroll goal at, at Old Trafford. Oh, Remember yeah, that? Yeah. That was maybe one of the initial. VAR would have had a field day now, but uh, yeah. yeah, that was there was uh, there was chaos. I remember at the time? There's there's a couple of names standing out to me from these uh, 91 players that Tyre Redknapp signed for for Portsmouth. Wayne Routledge is is there? Also oh, played for uh, wow. he played for Swansea under Brendan Rodgers, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. And Andres Delisandro, absolutely <laughs> there. Uh, <laughs> Not sure. Canu uh, probably. Oh, Canu. Is is he too much of a good? Because he was really good for Arsenal. I mean, he was in the Arsenal Invincible side. He was never sure. a, a starting striker, though, was he? I feel like Colt Hero kind of. He kind of fits that. He was always seemingly a squad striker, no? Yeah, I think so. Nico Crancher, of course, is there. Jimmy Triori definitely oh, is great... el- eligible oh, wow. for this sort of uh, conversation. Sully Montari absolutely falls into that. You you'll like this player. I don't know if you'll like him or hate him, because Leeds would have come up against him multiple times. David Nugent. David Nugent. I knew it was going to be David Nugent. <laughs> I knew it was going to be him because every single time, it, it, David Nugent scored every goal of his career against Leeds. No joke. I, I, if Leeds are playing, Leeds would be playing something like Preston, and Leeds would be one up here thinking, "Grand, they're going to, they're going to, it's fine, it's fine." And all of a sudden, I didn't even know David Nugent played for this team, and he'd pop off the bench and score the equaliser, and you're like. Well, since when did David Nugent play for Preston? He was playing for someone else before and he pop up and score <laughs> every single time. So, yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk about David Nugent, to be honest with you. Let's just yeah, did, he, did he play for England in the Championship? Was that his that his famous uh, famous kind of claim? I don't know if he... I don't know. I think it might have been that he was in the Championship and I think Portsmouth signed him that summer. So, technically, he hadn't actually played in the Premier League, but he played for England like in a friendly during the summer. I think it was something along those lines. But uh, to be fair, I think he's a top scorer in like, is he like the top scorer in championship history? I think he could be. He could anyway. well be. He's he's played there for a long time, so potentially yeah. uh, there's there's like you could do you could do all day on this Portsmouth these ninety one players. I mean, you've got Sylvian Diston, who's also probably <laughs> probably part of it. Papa uh, Diop, definitely player, yeah. be- definitely in con- in contention for this. Lasana Diara, Milan Barosh, also formerly of <sighs> Liverpool. Um, there's like 91. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't get over that. 91 players. That's insane. In what five seasons? Six seasons? Four. That's, ri- four. 
that's ridiculous. Four, four years in total of charity, 91. I, I, I'm doing a piece on that. I'm absolutely doing a piece on it that. It should be a 30 yeah. for 30 documentary on them. I mean, it was just like, it's oh, absolutely that, insanity. Yeah. yeah. Gary O'Neill and Lasana the like, like, He's supposed to be a wheeler dealer. Like, that's so much for that. Like, no, don't call him a wheeler dealer to his face, though. He won't like that. No, there's, uh, like some, that. There's, there's, there's great audio of that. Right, let's get back. <laughs> let's get back into it. I know that was <laughs> that was entirely my fault for going off on that tangent, that but that was tangent. that was amazing stuff. Ninety-one signings. I, I'm definitely doing a piece on that. I don't care. Mario Balotelli. That's my that's my next inductee. Ooh. I know he was. Jackie, you're shaking your head. Not no, having like that. just no, absolutely having it. Yeah, anyone that lets fireworks off in their own house is an absolute <laughs> cult hero. Like I have so much time for that type of behavior. Uh, the list goes on. Like literally, wasn't that a story that like I think a new iPhone had came out and he he hopped out of Liverpool training early and then the bell came back into the. Uh, into the dressing room afterwards and he's sitting there with a new iPhone like just <laughs> Mario and then the iconic like I think there was the preseason game where Mancini pulls him yeah. off after 11 minutes trying to do the back heel thing against oh, some American team yeah so good I mean he's literally he's another one that's amazing like at Euro 2012 he's legitimately you're looking as one of the best strikers probably in, in world football and uh, some of the stuff that kind of happened afterwards I mean it's just uh, yeah absolute cult hero I'd have him first ballot no question uh, cult hero Hall of Famer yeah short, short term impact but big impact as well the quite always me celebration against United it's iconic that yeah iconic. Like, yeah I remember his shoulder, he scored a goal with his shoulder just yeah, that 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 changed uh, that changed the game of red ass forever. That shoulder. <laughs> oh, I never thought of that. Actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. What is it going? What is Because Ronaldo Ronaldo used to do that quite a bit for the passing, but then Balotelli came in and everyone was just yeah, people in Sunday league football doing shoulder passes for absolutely no reason. <laughs> so you you make that sort of impact in football, you get onto the Team Thirty Three football cult hero Hall of Fame, and I mean that is the upper echelons of football. Uh, that's that's where people are really remembered. Oshin or Jack, I think it's your your go. Yeah, um, I was kind of thinking, I was like, oh, I don't know why. Bolton got me in a couple, right? Because I was like, well, there's, there was Okacha and then there was Nicholas Anelka as well. And Anelka really kind of played for a number of teams. So maybe he's a cult hero on his own, right? But the one I wanted to go with was the two, maybe I'll just do two inductions here. Um, Kevin Nolan and also Kevin Davies. I'll go with Kevin Davies, actually. <laughs> Kevin Davies, just because when's the last time we've seen a player like Kevin Davies in the Premier League? Like, he was a big older of a man that loved to kind of make a meal of himself on a long throw in uh like just scrappy scrappy and abrasive and confrontational and physical i loved kevin davies game uh and haven't seen too many players replicate it since maybe for good reason maybe that type of football is a is a kind of it's a kind of hat tip to a bygone era but i yeah kevin davies that's that's uh i'm so glad yeah Give a passionate rant on, on Kevin Davies. I love him. Yeah. I tell you, Oshin, what, you're having that. You're having, I'm having that every day of the week. Kevin Davies is the kind of player who'd score 10 goals to start the season. And Paul Merson at Christmas would say, he'd be right good for Arsenal. <laughs> I can see it now. Why don't Arsenal? Why don't Arsenal look at Kevin Davies? Why don't Arsenal look at Kevin Davies? I can see it now. <laughs> but uh, I'm having that one. Yeah. He's even his name, like Kevin Davies. Like that's, that's, you, you know what I mean? You can't be like, there's mm-hmm. no way you're, you, you can't be a flair player. 
and be called Kevin Davies. Mm. Not not happening. No. But no. I'm having that 100. percent Kevin Davies, that's a, that's an excellent one. Um, you you mentioned long throw-ins there, so I'll throw in oh. Rory Rory Delap. He has to has to oh. be in the contention for this because when you have your own little, I think that this comes into it as well. When you have a com- compilation video on Premier League of all the things that you were well known for and th- him being throw-ins, then I think. Yeah. That's that's deserving of a spot. When you have a, a goalkeeper kicking the ball out for a corner instead of a throw because the throw was more dangerous, then you definitely deserve a place in the Football Cultural Hall of Fame. I, I, his son is playing for Man City now as well. Oh, yeah. What's he like from is... throw-ins? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think he has. Don't don't think he has that. Which is, you know, you know, the players who who fail to live up to their father's expectations. You know, Timothy Wee, Wee is uh, not quite making it uh, in his career right now. But Rory Delap's son. I mean, ultimately, the first lad. First thing people are going to ask about: can can he throw the ball in? First thing I asked. I mean, that's, must yeah, be, that's... think think about how good he'd be in the air though, from just like trying to get on the end of his dad's throw-ins in the back <laughs> like that. Imagine being like, imagine him being like that. Come on out, we play catch. Like the lad would be running for days. <laughs> he kicked the ball over the fence, and Rory throws it in <laughs> from the next suburb. Oh, we all get it, bang! Yeah, <laughs> it's hit the opposite. It's hit the house across the road. Like he's just yeah. completely overshot it. Should he have been cap for Ireland? Was he never capped for? Uh, was he capped for Ireland? I don't never, I genuinely he, don't know. He never, he never really got a good run at it if he was capped. Um, yeah. And you, you just think at that period, well, we suppose with Robbie Keane uh, playing off front, so he wouldn't exactly been strong in the air. But I mean, like he was capped eleven times for Ireland, nineteen ninety eight to oh four. But yeah. I mean, his never peak after. was after oh four, wasn't it? Yeah. Sure. So yeah, you're, I mean, you're I, thinking, I, imagine I Shane Manama. Duffy in the box with Roy Delap launching it into him. Yeah, I mean, like, can he still play now? Like, that's, I mean, is it too, <laughs> is it too late for Stone Cold to come back? Yeah. Uh, no, I think, yeah, I just had him so synonymous with those um, Tony Pulis teams, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I just, I was kind of giggling away to myself on it because I, I immediately went like four steps ahead and thought, like, okay, Delap, he played for Tony Pulis. Tony Pulis took great pride in that those type of Stoke teams and that sort of weapon. And Tony Pulis also told Serge Nabry he wasn't he wasn't good yeah. for the Premier League. So I don't know. That's uh that's it kind of just sums up again a bit building back on the Kevin Davies point. Um just the style of football that seems long gone, you know, a bygone, a bygone yeah. era from there. But what a um what a player. Um some of the ones on those Stoke teams I'm trying to think of. Um Ryan Shawcross, cult hero. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm is, not, is there I'm any... not sure. He, what about he, he was a... Do they have any cult heroes at all? There Ricardo might, there Fuller. Might be a couple. Yeah. yeah, he was not bad. I don't know if I'm having that. I do have one though. If if we have time, one last one that I'm going yeah, to. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let you have the last I'll, choice. We'll see if we whittle it down to you, three do names. You rem- Gabor Karali. Do we know him? Anyone? No. Anyone have no. any recognition of him? He was the keeper, right? Played for Palace, but he used to wear the sw- <laughs> he used to wear the grey sweatpants. Remember that? Oh yeah! Lost goal yeah, scored yeah, that yeah. screamer against him. What an i what an icon! Like how? <laughs> uh, that's I don't. He was the one I was thinking of today, and I just literally came to me right there, and I'm buzzing with it. But yeah. what a like that's iconic. He was Hungarian, and like he's known for wearing grey sweatpants and goal. Like that's the kind of thing that like 
if you turn out in Sunday League or if you turn out schoolboy football, you get so much stick. You mm. wouldn't be allowed to play with that. But this man no. turned up to proper Premier League games. Like this man, this man faced Ronaldo, Rooney, and Tevez wearing grey sweatpants. <laughs> that <And> was like <laughs> that's going in my book. Like that was before the days where they brought in the, the rules around the the colours. You know, the outrageous yeah. rules that the tape on your your socks have to be the same colour as your socks, that just man, in yeah. case that confuses the referee. Yeah, I think he had like uh, he probably had like twenty John Player blue and a few cans in the pockets, but no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he you'd be hanging a, out with two guys. Yeah, even two guys. Yeah, a hundred years of age combined. Yeah, that's a great shot. Right, lads, we'll take a quick break there. We'll whittle down our final shortlist after the break. Team thirty three. This is OTB Sports Radio. And then welcome back to Team thirty three. So we are choosing our cult hero. Football Hall of Fame for the Premier League era. We 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 got a little bit off topic because mainly because I discovered that Harry Redknapp made ninety one <laughs> signings for Portsmouth during his career there. But I think we have a list. We have we have a a short list or a long list long of uh, players. So uh, so far I have, and Jack, you you can I don't have yours written down, so you can tell me who you had. Esteban Cambiaso, okay. Diego Forlan, JJ Okocha, Titus Bramble. Morton Gans Pedersen, Rocky Santa Cruz, Mario Balotelli, Ben Gianni, uh, Benny McCarthy. We didn't mention Steve Malbronk, but I do think he should be there as well. Ooh, uh, David Bentley and Jack, who are yours? Kevin Davies and Kevin Nolan. <laughs> Kevin Davies. <laughs> Kevin Davies. Uh, anybody I'm missing there from you, you Oshin? Um, No, that's the only ones that I had, I think. I had Shola. Rory, Rory Delap. Delap. Rory Delap as well. Right, so... I'm going to say we're, we'll we'll put one each in this time. We okay. might return to this and we'll, we'll put one each this time. So I'll give you one choice out of the list that we've mentioned. Oshin, I'll let you go first. Okay, I'm going to go two guy. I would have gone JJ Okacha, but I think he's going to get, get picked either way. So I'm going to go with two guy. As I said, Premier League legend of the game, volley specialist, looked like he was 50 years of age. That's That'll do it. Jack, I... your choice. I have to go Balotelli uh, with the cold hero one, just because just the simple premise again of if you let if you let all fireworks in your own <laughs> domain, your own home, uh, the why always me, and then the good stories of like him kind of offering to pay people's petrol or fuel pumps. He was out of this world lunatic, and uh, yeah, he's a, he's a cult hero for that very reason. Right, so that is two guy Mario Balotelli, and this is an unfortunate one, and it's a decision that I'm just going to have to take. I don't want to have two Blackburn players in there. I would have went with Martin Gans Pedersen. He would have been my choice. Rocky Santa Cruz again, also sort of more Blackburn than Man City, so the two of them are out. I think you you can't ignore JJ Okacha. I think he he has to be there. Yeah. He yeah. is always on play. play uh, Premier League years, he'll probably be the first name for most people as a cult hero of the Premier League. So I think he has to be one of the first inductees of the Team 33 football Premier League cult heroes Hall of Fame. We might need to whittle that name down a bit. It's a bit of a mouthful. Premier League years Hall of Fame. Maybe abbreviate that one. Potentially. Premier League years Hall of Fame might be a better name for it. But we'll, we'll, we might continue on this. There might be a, a few more people that we're forgetting. And we will definitely be doing 
a 91 player breakdown of every signing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a minute on every made. player, right? That's that's next week. Every that, single player will be discussed. A minute on every 91 91 players that yeah, how many people would listen? That's, to that. that's 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 three shows. That's that's three, three team three. Three. It just shatters so, his wheeler dealer type of yeah. uh, like if if that was any sort of narrative, he didn't buy who he bought everyone 91 <laughs> players. <laughs> But I I think it's hilarious though, like what what were the owners at? The owners were like, Oh, we've run out of money. I wonder how There's, he looks out the window and there's a hundred players on the training ground and he's like, I don't know what the story is talking Because I remember, uh, I remember Tony Mowbray when he was in charge of the Celtic. He's he's the manager that that brought in the most ever signings in his tenure for as a Celtic manager. And like it was like maybe twelve. <laughs> yeah. 91, 91. That's insane. Ah, uh, that's brilliant. That's it's made my day to be honest. And I'd say yeah. that's great. So that is the team thirty three. Premier League Years Football Hall of Fame for this week. We might return to it. Oshin McKearns and Jack O'Toole, thanks a billion for joining me. Thanks, Enda. Thanks, Enda. Team 33. This is OTB Sports Radio. Hello, welcome back. So that is all we have time for on this week's Team 33. Thanks to you as ever for listening. If you want to listen back to that show or any of the Team 33 episodes, you can get us in the OTB Sports app. You can listen live as well to Team 33 if you ever have a chance on a Friday night, 9 o'clock, OTB Sports app. It's really handy. You can just click live and you can listen while you have your phone in the pocket as well. Or you can connect it up to your speakers if you're driving or anything like that. You can listen on the OTB Sports app. It's free on the Google app, Google Store or Apple Store as well. And it's really handy to download. We will be back again same time, same place next week. But until then, take away, Johan. Johan. <laughs>